Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Welcome to episode 21. Yeah, I didn't do one on Friday, so I'm like a day behind. So if you're trying to do the math, I think this is the fourth week. But anyways, I digress. If you want to go to Tuttle.net, Tuttle.net is the website you need to go to that has all the links pertaining to my world, all my social media, everything you need to know about me is located at Tuttle.net. If you want to check out all my video content, Go to TuttleTV.com. That's TuttleTV.com. Uh, it's not a great website because it only directs you to my YouTube page, but I thought it would be cool to have Tuttle dot, or TuttleTV.com. So check that out. If you want to donate to the cause, which will help me out tremendously, I know you guys are all going through a hard time with the coronavirus, so I expect it to do, uh, donations to go down a little bit. I completely, completely understand. I'm still going to be giving out my content for free, but if you want to donate, you could easily do that by going to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. And guys, I know I've asked this, but please email me Tuttle, Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. I can't take phone calls, but I want to hear what you guys are up to. Everybody is going through a different case of circumstances right now with the pandemic that we're dealing with here in the United States. And I would like to hear from you guys what you're up to. I mean, you don't have to go into detail. I just want to hear how you're dealing with the pandemic that we're going through right now in the United States. So email me Tuttle at gmail.com. I'll most likely read your email live on this podcast, but I will most certainly respond to you without a doubt. I try to get back to everybody that I can. You guys probably thought I was going to start out with the coronavirus, but no, hell no, I'm not going there. I'm going to try to get your mind off of everything because I want to talk about Tom fucking Brady, the GOAT. Even though I'm a Dolphins fan and I've been a Dolphins fan all my life, my dad was a Dolphins fan, that's why I started watching the Dolphins, and Tom Brady and the Patriots have been a bane in my life when it comes to the AFC AFC East. So yes, I'm not the biggest Patriots fan, but I'll give them credit because Tom Brady is definitely the greatest of all time. But if you have not seen it yet, Tom Brady has announced that he is leaving the Patriots. And this is the statement that he had to say. And this is what he had to say, guys. I wanted to say thank you to all the incredible fans and Patriot supporters. Massachusetts has been my home for 20 years. It has truly been the happiest two decades that I could have envisioned for my life. And I have nothing but love and gratitude for my time in New England. The support has been overwhelming. I wish every player could experience it. My children were born and raised here and you always embraced this California kid as your own. I love your commitment and loyalty to your teams and winning for our city means more than you will ever know. I can't thank you enough for the support of our team, the packed training camps and sold out stadiums and mostly the victory parades. I've been so blessed to share them all with you. I tried to represent us always in the best and most honorable way and have fought hard with my teammates to help bring victory to and triumph even in the most dire situations. You opened up your heart to me and I opened up my heart to you and Pat's Nation will always be a part of me. I don't know what my fo- football future holds, but in time, for me, it will open a new stage of my life and career. I thank you from the bottom of my heart and will always love you and what we've shared, a lifetime full of fun memories. Yes, 
What would you expect? Anything lesser from the GOAT? The guy that basically put the Patriots on his back and carried them to the promised land? Yes, that is Tom Brady, and he's decided to move on and try a new endeavor in his career. But I don't necessarily think that's a great idea. Brett Favre, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, was with the Green Bay Packers all throughout his career. Yes, he did play a couple of seasons in Minnesota and a couple of seasons in in New York or for the New York Jets. But let's be honest. Did you guys ever get used to seeing Brett Favre Favre in in the purple and and white and yellow of Minnesota? No, hell no. Favre was a gunslinger until the very end and and and, and it came to be proven in that last game that would have taken them to the Super Bowl because there never was a pass that Brett Favre did not like and he threw it into tight coverage and threw an interception and fell short of bringing the Vikings to the Super Bowl that year. You know, he was not done there. He went to the New York Jets and and didn't have the success that he had there in Minnesota, but people are always going to remember him as a Green Bay Packers player, but people are never going to forget his time with the Vikings and the Jets, and I think that's going to tarnish his career, his legacy in the NFL. But I don't know about Brady, man. He could easily go win another Super Bowl for another team. And a lot of Bucks fans, I worked in Tampa for the past 10 years and people love their Bucks. They love their Tampa Bay Lightning, but I still figure even though matter how bad the Bucks are, they're always going to go for the NFL. And I think it could be a mistake, even though Jameis Winston threw 30 touchdowns this year versus 30 interceptions. That was horrible. But he threw over 5,000 yards, which a lot of NFL quarterbacks have never done in their career. So what are you going to, what are you guys going to want as Bucks fans, people? Are you going to take Tom Brady? He's about to turn 41. Are you going to give Tom Brady and take him for the two, two, maybe three years maximum that you might be able to get him? Or do you want to stay with Jameis that you might have another 10 years out of? Yes, the next couple of years with Jameis might be rocky, but I think Bruce Arians is going to be able to help Jameis. And we're, we're, we're going to be able to see Jameis not throw all those interceptions, especially pick sixes, guys. So what are you going to do? What do you want? Do you want the go or do you want somebody potentially that could be the go. Do I think Jameis is going to win six Super Bowls like Tom did? No. No, it's not going to happen. But Jameis could bring you maybe two, maybe three championships if you can pull his shit together and bring the Bucks to the promised land just like Brady did with the Patriots. I think it could happen. And I think it might be a mistake going for Tom Brady. Now, if you can get Brady without trading Winston, then I say go for it because I think Jameis could learn a lot under Brady playing as a backup under Brady. I think Jameis will have to suck it up a little bit, but Jameis, I don't see him as one of those guys with an ego. Jameis is not one of those guys with an ego. Yes, he gets a bad rap with the the problems he had at, at FSU with the rape allegations and stealing the crab legs, but he's a good kid. Jameis is a good kid. And I call him a kid because he's still young. He's still learning. He got thrown into the fire immediately. He he started 
as the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in his rookie year. So he's on he's on a little bit of a learning curve right now, guys. So just be patient. Jameis has shown the potential that he has. Yes, the interceptions are high right now, but I think he can fix all this, guys. So just beware. Do you want to trade two years for a potential 10 years that you could have with Jameis Winston? All right, guys. So I just talked about Tom Brady because I wanted to get your minds off of this whole coronavirus thing. A lot of stuff has been been coming out. But what I wanted to talk to is with my dad. Yes, he's a big Donald Trump supporter. I'm looking at him right now. He's got his Trump 2020 hat on. And I will admit Trump has done some great things. But I'll give Trump credit when he does does good. I'm not one of those guys that is Democratic or Republican, but I wanted to get his opinion of what's going on with the coronavirus. So, Dad, how are you doing? Too bad. So, it's how long has it been since you've actually been out of our RV slash trailer? Probably about two weeks. Yeah, you haven't even been outside right now. And, you know, a lot of people are going to say, well, you're taking this coronavirus thing so seriously. You want to know it, guys? I'm not worried about it. I'm good. If I catch it, I most likely will survive. I'm worried about my parents. They're in their early 70s, and I want to make sure that they're okay. So for all you guys that are out there that are saying, oh, you'll be okay, a lot of people are recovering. That's not true. You got to think about your loved ones, because if you're not thinking about your loved ones, you're just an inconsiderate asshole, in my opinion. So now, Dad, you what, what year were you born? 1947. 1947. Now, is there anything in your lifetime? You've been through a lot. You've been through a lot of wars. You you miss you miss the uh, Second World War. But uh, now, is there anything in your lifetime that you can compare this to? Not. Not offhand. I can't do that. Now, I know for a fact, like, I went to the store today. It was the first time in a week. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people were having gas. Can you talk a little bit about the gas shortage we went through? When was that? Like, in the early 80s? Yeah, later late 80s somewhere in there now you had a business at that time you were working as, as an iron worker a steel erector and you were on your own what what kind of difficulties did that did you face at that time finding gas yeah was it really that bad though yeah what i do i'd go to miami do a job come back to turnpike they had gas on the turnpike they wouldn't let it run out Okay. Well, I want to talk to you about this, and I'm not going to debate you on this. Like I said, I think Trump's doing the best that he can with what he has right now. But how do you think his, his, Trump has done so far handling this? Because at the beginning, he was saying that it wasn't going to be a big deal. But now he's kind of stepping up to the pump and changing his tune and doing what he has to do. Because I really do think Trump kind of cares about the American public. But in your opinion, how is Trump doing? Well, I think he's done good. Uh, if he hadn't shut the borders down, it would have been better. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people gave him a hard time about you know Trump or Trump shutting it down in China and then eventually shutting shutting it down in Europe. I think that's the best thing he could have done. Don't you agree? I definitely agree with that. Now, uh, now with this economy stuff, Trump's been touting himself as doing great with the stock market. This coronavirus is pretty much out of his control. Do you think he'll be able to bounce back from this eventually? It's going to be a long time, in my opinion. Probably by next summer, will the stock market be back up? Yeah. Now, what about now? Do you think Trump will eventually shut the country down completely? Is that what it's going to take to be able to get past this pandemic? It could be, but I don't think he will. 
No, I don't think he will either. Now, I talked about this last week, and you agreed with me. So Trump had that press conference on Friday, and we were sitting a little under a 1,000-plus points on the stock market. And then he had that, that press conference where he had all the biggest CEOs around the country step up. And we sat here and watched it. It dropped a little bit at first, but then it jumped almost a 1,000 points. Do you think that's something that Trump planned at the time? I think he had in mind. I think that's what he's done it for. Now, how do you how do you think our vice president, uh, Mike Pence, has done so far? If something ever happened to Trump, I'd vote for him, that's for sure. Now, a lot of people, now I don't believe in a lot of these conspiracy theories, and, and I know you're watching your Law & Order SVU right now, so I don't want to cut into that. So only a couple more questions. A lot of conspiracy theories are going around, and people are saying that, you know, this could be something that, you know, the New World Order or the higher-ups could be stopping. Do you think this is going to stop the 2020 elections at all, or do you think they'll go as as following because in the constitution in the constitution a lot of these dates are set in stone the election has to start on a certain date and the new president or the 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 previous president is going to get reelected. do you think any of that will change when it comes to this uh, pandemic no i don't think so Trump's already got his votes. Now, what do you think about, like, Bernie and all those guys that are, like, you know, messing with Trump right now and saying this and that about him? Trump's pretty much in the boat most part. I've seen a couple of times, but he's been trying to keep it bipartisan when it comes around the party line. Well, I can tell you, neither one of them dumbasses could do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. So, all right, Dad, thank you for the time. Any any last words? What are some of your main concerns when it comes to this coronavirus? Make sure I get my welfare check. Uh, well, we, well, you don't got welfare. Your Social Security. It's, it's not Social your Security. Yeah, your Social Security. But, I mean, do you think there could be problems with that? Because I brought that up to you, and you don't think so? Nope, I don't think so. What about the $1,000 that they're already talking about? You think we'll get that pretty quick? Because Trump was pretty adamant about it, getting, uh, getting it as quickly as possible. I think one's coming around. Yeah. Now, one last question. And I completely disagree with this, okay? The the casinos in, in, in Atlantic City and Las Vegas are asking for a bailout. I think absolutely in no way we should be bailing casinos out. Not the casinos. They got there on their own and let them get out of it. On yeah, their own. no, I completely agree. I completely agree with you. Like the airlines, we need that. And now, do you think now? I, 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 Trump has been talking about this. Now he wants to help out the workers that are hourly wages because he wants to help them out at this point. Now, do you think he will though? I hope he don't. You wait. Whoa. Wait, you don't hope he helps out, like, people that work at McDonald's and hourly wages? Like, you were a business owner. Like, you wouldn't have helped your guys out? I would have mine. I could have afforded it. Yeah, I understand that. But, I mean, we're dealing with something right now. I mean, I didn't run no big crew, but they got money. They've been stashing out there for years. No, I agree. Like, Disney and McDonald's and all those, they should be taking care of their own, don't you? Disney just raised their prices of their tickets. Hadn't been two, three weeks ago. All right. All right, Dad. I love you. Thank you so much. So go Trump, right?
Go Trump. All right, guys. For for any of you guys that want to email me and say, oh, your dad doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. You know what? My dad is a good guy. He's kind and caring. He's not a racist. He's not any of this or that. He just supports Trump. He's in that age frame. Listen, my dad used to be a Democrat. His father was a Democrat. His father's father was a Democrat. He just switched over to the Republican Party and I don't don't know why his guns are very important to him maybe that's why he switched to the, to the democrat or to the republican party he was a big bill clinton fan he loved bill clinton he switched over i don't know when but he just did and my dad's a great guy he's at that age and just because he supports trump doesn't mean you he's an asshole or you think he's a dickhead he's just set in his ways he does not bother anybody he doesn't give a fuck what anybody does in their household he supports gays, lesbians, LBGQT, or whatever you call it. Like, as long as you're not messing with him, he does not care. So, I don't want to hear any of your emails saying that my dad's fucking retarded because he supports Trump. I let him have it. I try to debate him somewhat, but I don't push him too much because I don't want to piss him off. So, that's just the way that it stands, guys. That's how I live with it. I love him, and I'm always going to love him no matter who he supports as a politician, even though I think all politicians are crooked. I don't support the Democrats. I don't support independents. I don't support Republicans. They can all fuck off. Hey, uh, what's up, guys? That voice that you hear right there, and you guys thought I was devastated when the word came out about Tom Hanks, an American treasure, the greatest American actor ever to live. Tom Hanks was infected with the coronavirus. And I got to tell you, this next case hit me even harder because Idris Elba, a.k.a. Detective John fucking Luther from the TV show Luther on BBC One, BBC America, all those, John Luther. If you have never watched the TV show Luther and you're a fan of crime dramas or murder mysteries, you are completely missing out when it comes to Luther. Maybe one of the best shows when it comes to that. They've got some of the creepiest killers of all time. The twists and turns are so amazing. One of the best dialogues that I've ever seen in my life in television history. The best dialogue, the best written script was between Luther and Alice Morgan, who is a ginger, very pale, serial killer type murderer. In, in an interrogation room and, and just the back and forth between Idris and Alice is absolutely amazing. But Idris Elba from the UK, actor slash DJ, multifaceted entertainer, has the coronavirus. And he is a very healthy guy. He had no symptoms, got tested, and come to find out he has the coronavirus. So look, uh, this morning I, uh, I got some test results back for coronavirus and it came back positive. Yeah, and it sucks. Um, listen, I'm doing okay. Uh, Sabrina hasn't been tested and she's doing okay. Um, I wasn't I didn't have any symptoms. Um, I got tested because I realized I was um, exposed to someone who had also 
uh, tested positive. See, now that's the thing, guys. A lot of people are saying, whoa, they've tested this, they tested that. Guess what? You are contagious up to five days before you show any symptoms at all. And a lot of these people are saying, well, we got all these tests right now. God damn it. We're America. We got tests and we're going to know who's all infected. Guess what? By the time you're, you, you show any symptoms, because the only way you can get a test right now is if you're showing symptoms, the only way you can get that test is to go there and get it done. And by that time, you've already been infecting people for the past five days. Guess what, guys? Today, before two o'clock, we had more. We had over a thousand new infected patients here in the United States. And for the people who are saying, "Oh, well, it's not that bad here in the United States," guess what, guys? We were ten days behind Italy. And I, I saw something, and they compared day by day comparisons from day one when we had the virus to day one when Italy had the virus. In day by day comparisons, we have close to 200 to 300 more newly infected patients a day. In Italy, guys, right now, Italy is the hot spot. It is the place you do not want to be. They're in lockdown. So I would expect to see their cases, you know, waning down a little bit because nobody's allowed outside. But we are pacing above Italy at the same time from day one is what I'm trying to say. We're about six or seven days behind Italy right now. So what I'm saying is be prepared because you're going to start seeing two to 3,000 new infected patients here in the United States. And that's just facts, guys. That's just facts. I found out last Friday that they were tested positive. I quarantined myself and got a test immediately. Uh, and got the results back today. That's something that I've actually been wondering. If we were having a hard time here in the United States, and I know Idris is not in the United States, but it reminded me of something that I was thinking about because there's so much information that's coming out on an hourly basis when it comes to this pandemic. But if we were having, last week, if we were having such a hard time getting the test, how the fuck did one Utah jazz player get it and they were able to get 58 goddamn tests for that team? And it just kind of makes me wonder is like do they really want all these tests out do the, does the american government really want us to know how many people actually have it at this point because think about it the stock market the economy is already shitting the bed big time not only are they talking about recession because we had a great recession back in 2008 do you realize guys they're talking the d word not the d word that you're thinking about ladies craving dick no not that d word i'm talking about depression we have not had a depression in this country for so long and that's to the point because they're throwing around the d word guys which is depression uh look this is serious you know now's the time to really think about social distancing washing your hands. God damn it. I can't believe I did not even think about this. How can I talk about Luther and everything else that that Idris Elba has done and not bring up the wire? Guys, if you've not seen the wire and right now you're in, in isolation and you're trying to stay away from people, if you have not watched the TV series, The Wire, and trust me, it's it's over 10 years old, but this show holds up 
and stands the test of time. You will like The Wire. It is one of the most real, grittiest shows that you'll ever watch when it shows you about what people deal with when it comes to the battle on drugs and living in the inner city in Baltimore. And The Wire was so groundbreaking. Please watch it. Luther played a bad guy. I think his name was Stryker Bell. I could be wrong. I don't want to have to look it up, but I think it was Stryker Bell was his name on the show, but he played a complete fucking badass. So check out The Wire if you've not seen it yet. Uh, Beyond that, there are people out there who aren't showing symptoms and that can easily spread it, okay? So now's a real time to be really vigilant about washing your hands and keeping your distance, okay? Um, We've told our families, um, they're very supportive. We've told our colleagues um, and, you know, transparency is probably the best thing for this right now. If you're feeling ill or you feel like you should be tested or you've been exposed and do something about it. All right. It's really important. So, yeah, that was Idris Elba. And I know probably a lot of you guys don't know who Idris is, but he is he holds a lot of places when it comes to fondness in my heart. I love Idris. I loved him in Luther. I think he is absolutely goddamn brilliant. So if you're looking for things to watch, watch Luther. They've only had four seasons, maybe five on BBC, but they're they're on Amazon as well as Netflix and check out The Wire. So those are two amazing shows that you need to check out right now when it comes to binge watching tv shows while you're in quarantine all right guys i appreciate it don't forget in the city of orlando all bars they're not closed but you're not going to be able to buy alcohol you're not allowed to drink alcohol at a bar in the city of orlando i don't know how far out that covers it could cover the metro orlando area so i'm not sure so check you'll still be able to buy alcohol guys that'll be fine you can buy all the alcohol you want to you're just not allowed to drink it in public or in the bars so don't forget that i don't want you to be shocked or anything guys seriously i want to hear what you're up to i want to read your emails and have contact with you i can't take phone calls on this podcast, but please, I value your emails. Email me, Tuttle, Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. I want to hear what you're up to, what you're doing to prepare for this. Are you going about life as normal? Do you think the media is overhyping this or do you think people aren't taking it serious enough? I want to hear from you. I don't care what your opinion is. I'll read them on tomorrow's podcast. So email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. Go to Tuttle.net. That's the website. You can find me anywhere on the internet. Has all my links to my social media and everything you need to know. Go to TuttleTV.com. That'll take you to my YouTube page so you can subscribe. Hit that bell button so you're alerted every time I upload something. And if you want to donate to the cause, you can easily do that. All my contact is or content is free. You can do that by going to PayPal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's paypal.me slash total on the radio. Guys, I love you. 
I care about you. Be safe. Be smart. Don't be stupid. Don't be around crowds because this pandemic is going to be around for a while. So you need to be aware of your surroundings. I'll see you tomorrow, guys, and I'll talk to you. Have a good day. Love you. Mean it. Yeah, I just said love you, mean it. I copied Melissa Fox. All right, I'm going. That just rubbed off on me on my younger fledgling years at Real Radio 104.1. I dropped a love you, mean it, bless. And maybe I was just trying to give props to Melissa Fox. Love you, Melissa. Seriously, I'll talk to you tomorrow, guys.